What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 190 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I'm Scott Sturman, and I'm joined by Matt Deitch. What's going on, dude? I feel like I should break out singing to you. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the big dog is... How old are you today? 34. 34. The big 34. 34. Wow. Man. And I am spending it with you. Yeah, that sucks. What the... <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm telling you, man, just from experience, as you get older, I mean, birthdays kind of get worse. Pretty soon, you're going to be killing possums out underneath your front deck on your birthday. So Yeah, 35, <laughs> I'll probably spend it with a ramrod. And oh, God. <laughs> 36 i'll be dead so <laughs> well hopefully not yeah but no happy birthday man thank you thank you uh i just uh you know i did it the way uh you should bring in any uh any 30 or any birthday you know but especially 34 i uh i woke up early i ice went to work breakfast oh i, I, I didn't no i didn't i, I went <laughs> to work i ordered donuts to work three dozen uh and that was were, just for you yeah yeah and and the my trick was uh i made everyone at work sit and watch me house three dozen donuts actually uh that would be a damn good birthday just to do that bring in all these and like make people watch you eat them yep i mean hey sorry you know if it was your birthday you get to make the rules but uh it wasn't so we actually i had a dirtbag uh message me today telling me about how good those uh donuts looked i had a few actually but uh i told him that i made made all my co-workers uh, uh watch me eat all three dozen and what were the best they were damn good looking donuts oh yeah yeah i'm a sucker for any donut that's got the peanuts sprinkled on the top oh, yeah. so uh um I, I got three dozen. There's only about 30 people at work where I work, so I knew that there was going to be a few extra. Um, there's a few guys that, that, you know, because of diet reasons or whatever, right. you know, they yeah. just don't eat them, and uh, um, probably one or two guys that just weren't there today, um, whatever. So I, I knew that there was going to be a few extra. So uh, I, I I took one of the, the caramel maple frosting kind i don't know if it's caramel or if it's maple but the brown frosting and i'm a yeah. sucker i love that freaking brown frosting no matter where it comes from and then i took a chocolate one with, and both of them had the had the peanuts on them and i even uh, saw some had with the bacon yeah the maple, they had real maple bacon. bacon yeah yeah, yeah. Woo. yep my brother had one of them <laughs> yeah he said uh he, he said he was actually really surprised at how good it was. He thought maybe he would just pick the bacon off and have himself a donut and have himself a, a bacon slice snack. Of bacon. But uh, he, said it, he said it was really good. But uh, um, no, and uh, actually, I, I went and had a smash burger out at the oh. local uh, uh, the local golf course for lunch. And then uh, my brother and I decided to uh, uh, skip the afternoon of work, and I went out and helped him hang some tree stands. Oh, nice. So That's that, a, was, that is a good birthday. Yep. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit more uh, later on this afternoon, or, or <laughs> later on in the... Later on in the episode, I'll say how damn but, long uh, you think this episode's gonna be? <laughs> Twelve-hour episode. I, I, I'm sorry, but uh, I have to go to work tomorrow. Believe uh, it. I'll piss on it. I mean, if it is, it's my brother's uh, birthday tomorrow. Uh, that's the crazy thing. Yep. So, uh, um, so yeah, what are you guys gonna do tomorrow? Go hunting then? Since you hung the tree stand. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Goose season's closed. Uh, duck season is closed. The only thing that's open like right now is deer, and a little too early to be deer hunting. So. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, it is what it is. I had a frozen pizza tonight and uh, uh, called her called her a night. Then uh, you came over and you now we're recording. You, well, when we're done here, then maybe you need to get a online order in for some new tackle. The Dakota Angler. 
at our sponsor, yeah. Dakota Angler. That's right. Uh, our sponsor, Dakota Angler, I, I, that's the only way to put a cherry on top of it. A, will, yeah, exactly right. You can't, you can't go wrong with, you know, ordering in one nice thing that they do have there is gift cards. You know, if you, if you need something for that angler in your life that you don't know what to get them in there when you go in there, go stop on down there and get yourself a Dakota angler gift card. Yeah. So take a damn hint. Right. Yeah, I know you're looking at me like, so uh, yeah. where's this card at? Like, <laughs> exactly. Hey, like, man, did you stop? You were, there the like, you were there like a week ago. Uh, where's this? Where's we're my friends? birthday present? We're co-hosts together. I was a little. It's my em- birthday. I was a little embarrassed when I showed up here and realized that I got you the same thing for your birthday that you got me for my birthday. So. <laughs> yeah, but but it's in the Geneva Convention that after you get so old and you lose your hair, you no longer get birthday presents. Well, then I haven't been able to have birthday presents for a long time. <laughs> Sophomore year in high school. <laughs> yeah. All right, but uh, no, speaking of Dakota Angler, uh, we've got some pretty exciting news here. Um, we're gonna big we're gonna, news. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take part in the Dakota Angler Ice Institute this year. Uh, the Midwest Angler podcast is gonna have a booth. That's at right. the uh, the Dakota Angler Ice Institute. Um, we've kind of been kicking this around for a while. Uh, you know, seeing, seeing if it was going to work out for my schedule, Matt's schedule, uh, whatever. And, uh, we've decided to go ahead and do it. Uh, we are going to have a Midwest Angler podcast booth at the Dakota Angler Ice Institute. And, uh, one of the things that Matt and I have kind of been discussing is, I mean, obviously we've, we've got good looks. We sound good. Uh, so we got two of the two two main factors yeah we're checking a lot of boxes here we really are but uh what what is it gonna be that uh gets the guys that are walking by that see us and uh they're a little intimidated they see our muscles they see our looks they know our fishing skills and talk to us yeah Yeah. i mean they they hear these voices and they're like whoa they feel inferior well they are right i mean they are so they're feeling correct but what is it that we can do uh, to get these people to come to our booth. And uh, we're kind of excited about this, but what we're going to do is we're going to have a custom ice rod contest. We are. And uh, I think we're going to we're gonna offer awards. We are going to, um, I don't know, we're going to come up with e- either a plaque. I think we'll probably go the plaque route, um, you know, maybe a trophy, uh, some something along those lines, and uh, uh, maybe we'll give uh, – give a little something else but uh this is going to be off of appearance you know we're we're gonna we're gonna let the people uh the attendees at the at the ice institute come through they're gonna vote um as best as we can i suppose we'll try to kind of police it that uh that you know each person only gets to vote one time right uh um i don't know how hopefully that's not really an issue but uh no no logos on your rod it's going to be anonymous um you don't know only we know you're going to come through you're going to vote and uh so there's going to be a people's choice champion at the end and uh we're also going to get a special guest judge um i'd say by next week we'll be able to say, say we've got who, somebody who. in right. mind yep, yep. um we're just not 100 percent sure if they are going to be there i believe they are but uh um you can probably guess, but uh, we're not going to tell you not yet. But uh, they will also the, so there will be two different uh, 
two different categories. Um, both of them will be cool. And uh, um, we've already got four people that say that they're going to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. We can't say who. No. Nope. Because it's anonymous. It's anonymous. It's like being an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> no one Cust- knows. Custom no one knows. Rod anonymous. Unless you can smell it on your breath. Nobody knows. Yep. But... Uh, uh, I'm I'm kind of jacked up about this, Matt. So am I. It's just gonna be it, it's it's just gonna be a fun little contest. Just something to get people talking there and get you walking around a little bit. And uh, yeah, whatever one catches your eye, throw your vote into the bucket for it. And yep, we'll see where the chips may fall. So uh, we actually talked to a, a couple ice rod builders and and people that have had their ice rods in contests before. And uh, they say that uh, normally uh, the builder donates that rod to uh, to the contest, and then it gets auctioned off for some sort of a uh, um, a charitable organization or whatever. Uh, me and Matt have decided to uh, say f that. We're taking the money and we're rolling. We're running, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go buy strawberry milk and baseball cards and and, uh, and frozen pizzas. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Nope, get that frozen pizza money. Nope, uh, um, there's obviously only one uh, one spot for that money, so uh, um, I believe that we'll be bringing it out to the Hooked on Hardwater uh, banquet and setting those suckers up for auction, and uh, I'll be hoping like hell that I don't come home with every single one of them again, <laughs> or I'll be going through the big D and don't mean Dallas. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm excited about this. Uh, um, we're going to get some more details out, uh, I would say, by uh, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, that is Tuesday, the, uh, the 11th, 11th, sometime yeah. uh, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, um, we'll, we'll have a flyer out, uh, um, send it out to some people. Uh, um, and then uh, I, think, I think what we'll do is, you know, obviously we're going to put it on Facebook, try to share it into a couple groups and whatnot. But if you guys could share it, um, you know, if, if you guys know a custom ice rod builder. If you are a custom rod, absolutely, ice rod builder absolutely. listening to this. Yep. Uh, we Get in touch with us. Yep. We'd love to have uh, a rod from you there. But uh, if you know somebody that is, tag them, send it to them, um, you know, do whatever. Uh, you know, if, 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 if a custom ice rod builder is probably just scrolling through Facebook and sees it, he might just be like, ah, yeah, well, maybe next time. But uh, if you guys put a little pressure on him, say, hey, you're a dirtbag, you know, why don't you, why don't you do cause. it? Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously the goal, I would say, is, uh, you know, to get up close to, uh, um, you know, 8, 10, 12 rods or whatever. I think at that point in time we could uh, hope to have a pretty solid contest. And uh, we're already at four, so, uh, you know, I don't know, halfway there. Yeah. And then once it's all done, we'll reveal who all the builders were. And yep, I mean, if you guys want to get in touch with them, you really liked it, and you know, support them and what they do, then so be it. Absolutely, absolutely. But no, it's always I, I'm excited about this because it's always a fun show. I mean, it's fun just to walk around and chat with everybody. So now this year we're gonna we're gonna be having ourselves a, our own little space where people can come and you know, the yep. dirt bags can come to us. Yep. Uh, 
We don't know exactly where our booth is going to be right now. Todd has mentioned uh, the Back West uh, custodian closet. closet. Yeah, he's um, mentioned that. Yep. Um, 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 Matt, like Matt outside, wanted the girls' bathroom. but Outside uh, on the front <laughs> where it's really cold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're actually just pulling up uh, my wife's Chrysler Pacifica. We're just, just going to do it right it's out the It's going to be the parking lot. Right out of the van. Come out to the parking lot. There's a couple dudes in a van. But... That van's normally got snacks. That's right. That, that's uh, that's worth something. No, uh, um, when we decided to do this, you know, we were kind of going through a couple uh, um, possibilities. What we might uh, be able to, what we might be able to offer. Uh, I think every single one of us has been to one of those shows where where you walk by and you see some people and you don't really know, like, are they selling something or what the hell like, are they right, doing? Yeah, and and so you. Uh, pretend like you're staring something, staring at something at the wall, like you know, like oh yeah, wow, you know that is a lot of bricks <laughs> up on that wall. Like oh, we're past now, we can now we can look back, and uh, you know we don't want to be those guys. So uh, um, swing by, vote for a nice rod. We don't have something to sell, like we right, really don't. Yeah. We'll probably we just, get some merch. We're yeah. you know we're we'll be slinging merch. We'll be slinging, uh, just slinging our game. That's yep. I got an idea. Maybe I get like make like a like a little walleye mouth and we can have a sinker tossing contest that's not a bad idea it's not <laughs> a bad it like idea a, at all like on a little cup or something like that and guys can try to make a sinker in a walleye mouth <laughs> that's that instead of you might toss. be on to something you might be on to something we're <laughs> still like having a night we're still having a nice rod contest kind of like but you bags. might be on to something i think there's a chance walleye that we hole. might uh we might have a little uh freedom brew going the whole entire have time coffee, have a little yeah. coffee uh um, just get a bunch of cups and you guys just swing on by, get, uh, get amped up with a little bit of freedom brew. And, uh, I don't know. We sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Maybe we're going to have a hot dog eating contest. Uh, Josh, Nick and, and Todd are gonna, uh, you know, those three will go at it. And then whoever wins that goes up against me. And that's Nobody's how we decide a champion. That. That's how <laughs> we decide a champion. I'm not a fast eater. I'm not, a, I'm yes, not you a, are. You're a fast eater. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You can like when you. I'm eat, faster you than my go. brother. Wait, you go like I've I've been like we go to Jimmy John's and you get one of the big subs and you like got it gone like before I even have half of a, like a regular sub gone, dude. You don't think you eat fast, but you do. Yeah, because like, you're a busy guy. Well, I mean, honestly, like I I only get like twenty minutes to eat. Well, I know at, so at lunch at so. Got to get it in, get it out, get her going. Oh, that's the way, when I was growing up, though, too, that's the way it was. Yeah. It's because, you know, when you got that many Deitch boys in the house, if you want seconds, you better hurry up and eat your yeah. first plate <laughs> so you can get back and get seconds. Otherwise, you know, yep. you might be scraping the spoon or something. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of truth to that. My problem was, uh, um, you know, I, I always just, I, I've learned to really heap the plate because I'm 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 a talker. Yeah. And, and uh, so... I don't. I don't leave myself much time to go up uh, for seconds and thirds, but uh, um, just just kind of a plate heaper. But uh, um, one other thing that I want to uh, quick say: um, all hats are out. Um, I would say if you're listening to this on Tuesday, um, if you haven't seen your hat yet, it should probably be there um, this afternoon. And I would say if by Thursday you haven't seen your hat, I'm going to say reach out to me 
because right. I probably forgot to send it. <laughs> I, you know, the the only way I really had to do this was was to go through Venmo yep. and and you know like okay, there's one, you know, and and I, you know, this is my personal Venmo, so I mean, I'm still sending, you know, twenty dollars to to so and so for, you know, for this, and somebody paid me for that or whatever. So I'm just kind of going through, and it's like, ah, oh, there's twenty five, you know, okay, oh, thirty two, they want it shipped, you know, whatever. So it. I, I, we're not out guys like i ordered extra so if you don't see it by this thursday um i would say uh reach out to me and then i'll get it sent back out to you i apologize but otherwise everyone should uh should have theirs i'm starting to see a couple people um taking pictures of them sending them to us so uh um i would say by the end of this week we'll um we're gonna have a whole lot more so uh um thank you to everybody who bought them but uh like i said if by the end of this week you haven't seen it, message me. God, they're just such sharp-looking hats, though, too. Oh, gosh, dang it. I mean, it is really, really hard to uh, try to shake off all the attention that uh, that anyone's getting from the opposite sex. It doesn't matter if you're a guy. You, you've got the hussies looking at you. If you're, uh, if, uh, if you're a lady and you're wearing one of them, you got the hyenas looking at you. Yeah. My problem is I let my stepdaughter have one of them hats, That's and she wore it. Idea, she wore man. it to the homecoming dance on Friday oh, night. Oh man! Like, hey, easy, easy. Yep. Listen here, young guy. Yeah, one of those little scoundrels comes home, and I'm gonna freaking put a hole in him. <laughs> you know, I don't want none of this smoke. <laughs> you could you could have said something because the dance was in the in my elementary gym. I it was. Yeah, I could have put like a picture of you holding like with your gun collection or something like that up on the wall. So not a bad idea, not a bad <laughs> idea at all. If they think the stepdad's collection is impressive, they should see the, the step grandpa's collection. Right. Well, you can just go out there and take a picture. So five for each of you. <laughs> and, uh, nope. Uh, um, yeah. Whatever. I think. Uh, I think uh, that is pretty good. But. Uh, um, psh- it's gonna it's gonna be here before you really know it. What's that? The Ice Institute. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, yeah, we're gonna have the ice rod contest. We're probably gonna have coffee, and I think we're gonna have that uh, that walleye throw throw the lead in the yeah, walleye game. The old sinker toss. Yep, we're gonna figure that walleye out. Walleye hole. Yep, a cornhole walleye hole. Speaking of walleyes, I know we're not trying to beat a dead horse here because uh, I know everybody has gotten their fill of the whole entire cheating scandal. But I've just got to say, like, for one whole entire week, like seven days, yeah. this was bigger than Hurricane Ian. It was bigger yeah. than Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Like, I mean, this was the biggest thing in the whole entire world. And then, like, a fart in the wind, it's gone. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it's just, just that gone. fast. Just yeah. that fast. Yeah. Like, I mean, absolutely crazy how, um, you know, I mean, it, it truly was the biggest thing in the whole entire world. Well, yeah, I've, it's been a while since, like, my inbox, yours I mean, has blown up with people sending us the exact same stories or yeah. this or that. And it's just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that, you know. And It is entertaining to, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, you've got a lot of friends on your Facebook that uh, um, are, are involved in the fishing industry. Right. Exactly. I've got a lot of friends on my Facebook involved in the fishing industry. I don't know how many fishing pages I, I like on yeah. Facebook. There's a lot. But it's in the hundreds. So, I mean, I've probably seen most every single meme and most every yep. single joke picture or whatever. And and then you get that random guy who's, you know, <laughs> like my dad or something yeah. like that, you know, that, that isn't as, as involved. 
and then he'll send you a picture of you know of something or or all of a sudden like yesterday you get somebody that comes up to you at work and is like hey did, did you, you see that, that deal about that walleye cheating <laughs> like yeah uh yeah i did <laughs> yeah i did do you know him uh no no don't i don't know him no i don't um i, I, I wish i did because right. i'd like to have him on the show right isn't it crazy like the, do you think like the fishing world the people involved with fishing took it like didn't take it as hard as like what non-fishing people did like blow it up like i think the fishing people were kind of like yeah yeah well that's crazy you know but you kind of hear of stuff like that sometimes or people always joke about like oh yeah stuff probably stuff some weight in there and all that stuff and then it kind of happens you're like well okay this stuff really does happen and it's like it shocks you but not as much like as non-fishing people like it shocked them they were just like oh my god like i think the shock was like how blatant it was like that much weight in yeah. that fish right you know and just I mean? like we've talked about the last time too is just like the whole video of them cutting it yep. open and like seeing it happening so i don't know it's just it's kind of weird it's like i was watching the major league uh major league baseball playoff game last night with the padres and the mets and the one picture pitcher for the padres was just having a game and he was just he was his curveball was really curving. He had a lot of velocity on his ball. So come out the sixth inning, the manager for the New York Mets come out and says, "I want you to te- check him for foreign substance." So the umps all got together and they go out there and they're looking at his hat, his glove. They're doing all this. They're they're asking, they're feeling behind his ears and on his ears and all this stuff. And it's like it kind of got awkward for a second. But I'm just like, I guess. I mean, it's just like that with that tournament. All of a sudden, somebody's like, you know, I want to protest it, cut one of them suckers open and see. I mean, in in baseball, you've seen it before where people right. have gotten caught, you know, with foreign substances on their hat or whatever. But it was just like. You know, you're just sitting there waiting for him all of a sudden to turn and just do the whole, we got pine we tar. weights and fish. <laughs> yeah, we got pine tar on ears. And it's just like, no. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like all of a sudden the whole crowd just comes <laughs> mobbing the field or something like that and starts screaming at the Where's guy. Where's the other one? Yeah, so <laughs> maybe we need to start doing that for like, <laughs> like play that reaction for other things where people get caught like doing something <laughs> like like you're playing you and you and grady are playing like a game of monopoly or something like that <laughs> we're gonna wait and fish god dang it that'd be good that would be good but yeah but, uh, no yeah like like said though uh you know such a big story and and then all of a sudden it's gone but uh um you know, I, I think one of the things, you know, you were talking about uh, who was more surprised, the fishing community or the non-fishing community. I think one of the things that uh, uh, is kind of mind-blowing to the people that uh, are, are not in the fishing community is, uh, you know, wh- when they're talking about these guys have basically won uh, the equivalent to $400,000 wow. in, in the last, you know, two years or whatever. And I think that's the thing, like that the non-fishing community is like, whoa, wait, four hundred thousand dollars? Like, yeah, four hundred thousand dollars. Fishing? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fishing. Like, you know, or are they, you know, are they betting on themselves or what? No, they're like that's how big some of these cash and prizes are, on you know, on some of these bigger circuits. You know, obviously, uh, you know, elite series, uh, the NWTs and whatnot. Dudes are walking away with a hundred thousand right. dollars in one tournament, yep. you know, two days of fishing, 
And uh, I think that's pretty eye-opening to the non-fishing community. It's like, whoa, you know. And and it's still peanuts to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, it I really mean, is. You know, I, uh, that's it. But I think it just shocks people that, like, people can actually make a living off of, like, the fishing industry itself. I mean, tournament fishing and stuff like that. I mean, you say that to people, like... When, you know, like when you have a kid that's really interested in fishing, you know, a lot right. of times people are kind of like, eh, you might want to like, you can't do that as a job. It's like, well, yeah, yeah actually you actually can. can. I mean, like there's all kinds of different. There's a big avenues. buy-in. There's a big buy-in. But right. uh, I mean, to, to be competitive, to be competitive, you know, on the, on the, the Bassmaster Opens, you know, one thing about the NWT, you can just jump in. Right. You know, you can just jump yeah, you in, to, yeah. you know, if you've got the cash, you can be a pro at the highest level of walleye fishing. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, but truthfully, you know, to be competitive, uh, I'm not saying you need a hundred, a hundred thousand dollar boat, but, but you know, I mean, you're going to need a boat big enough to tackle some of these big water fisheries yep. that yep. they're on. You know, uh, I'm not going out in my 16 foot tracker. No. Plain and simple. It's just not and a lot of is. those. And a lot of those things have rules where you got to have a certain size right. boat, certain, you know, all this stuff. For safety. Yep. You know, that that's yeah. not to weed out the guy that can't afford it. That's a, you don't want to get caught out in the middle of freaking Lake Erie and, exactly and all right. of a sudden 40 mile an hour winds pick up and, right. and you know, you're out there on, on in a boat that, that's not capable of, of cutting through those waves and getting back to, getting back to shore. So... Whatever. It is what it is. Uh, blah, um, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever, whatever. Speaking of my 16-foot tracker, uh, A, it didn't get out a whole lot this year. It it only got out once. B, it's officially in storage. She's put away for the year. It is. She gave her the old nap. Uh, so, winter hibernation. Yeah. You know, it, it had been in my garage here, and, and I've only got a two-stall garage attached to my house. I shouldn't say only. There's people that, plenty of people that would kill for a two-stall garage, but I have a two-stall garage attached to my house, and, uh, uh, you know, my, my boat's a $3,500 boat, whatever. Well, it's sitting inside, and, and my pickup that's worth, <laughs> you know, more, yeah. yeah, eight times, ten times more is sitting outside, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like, hmm, but uh, my dad's got a big shed. And, uh, so it just, just the way life is working this year, um, my parents are doing something different up at Okaboji. So we moved everything out of their house, uh, up there. We loaded it into that shed. So, uh, um, space in the shed's kind of at a premium right now. And, uh, um, get it while you can get it. Yep. So, uh, he, he had kind of moved some stuff around. He said, Hey, do you want to get rid of that boat? Yes, I do want to get rid of that boat. Let's get her going. So got the boat over there and, uh, um, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess that'll be the end of that, but, uh, I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. Uh, we're going to get the boat away because, uh, honestly, Matt, I've kind of got the hunting itch. It, it, there kind of comes that tipping point, like during the year where like you're kind of like ready for, you know, the open water fishing to slow down or be done Yep. because, Pretty soon, everything we've talked about this in years past too, like how busy it gets, like this time of the year. Oh yeah, it's like you want to get out on the weekends and you want to go fishing because it starts getting dark almost too fast. And for us, you know, living so far away from a lake, 
I mean, yeah, you can fish after dark and stuff like that, but then you're talking about, you know, putting in a late night to get back home. Um, I'm pretty damn cold by the end of the right, night. I mean, we've chilly. got nights getting down to 24 now here. It starts getting a little chilly. Um, leaves are starting to fall like crazy now. Yep. So, you know, you're trying to get a bunch of your yard work, your house outside work done. Um, then on the weekends, it always seems like it's blowing 30 miles an hour or like you said, hunting seasons are starting to get into full swing and you kind of want to start doing a little bit of that. So I think like, you know, for a lot of people fishing starts to kind of like slow down and like become an afterthought this time of year. Right. And, and you know, there, there's some spectacular fishing going on right now. Like you look up North, Will Pappenfuss just got a 32 incher and he seems to be smashing them. You look at Nick Clatt and Logan Lyon over on, on, uh, uh, you know, the Iowa Great Lakes, they're doing spectacular. Uh, you know, there's a lot of big fish, good fish. You know, a lot of people are still out there catching a lot of good fish. But, uh, um, you know, you are starting starting to see a couple of these guides talk yep. about, you know, how... Uh, they're done you with know, trips for the year. Yep. Or they're going to go through October and then they're done. I mean, yep, you know, done this, done this week, done last week, you know, done next week, whatever. But, uh, um, yeah, it... Uh, it is what it is, but uh, I've well, you you've got Minnesota pheasant opener coming yep. up uh, this this, this coming weekend. Yep, um, that starts in the full swing. I actually did some hunting this past weekend. hadn't been out hunting in it. It had been three years since I've gone goose hunting, and I mean goose hunting used to be my jam. Right? right. Yeah, I mean, it definitely was. Like, it was it was a tradition. Goose opener. We'd go, you know, we'd all meet up at my brother's place. We'd go out. I mean, we we had an absolute riot. There was a group of, you know, five to eight of us that that went out every single Saturday, every single Sunday. I mean, we were we were shooting geese out of the sky while eating ge- goose jerky and freaking. I mean, we 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 loved it. I mean, yeah, we were going out. Best life. We were going out once or twice, you know, during probably three three, four times during the week nights and constantly out scouting and I mean, loving it, loving every second of it. And then, uh, and then I had a baby in, in 2020 and, uh, I didn't personally have a baby. Well, I did, I, I didn't birth it, but, uh, um, yeah, when, when you, when you get a baby, all of a sudden, uh, hunting doesn't happen a whole <laughs> lot. And, uh, um, Grady and I were kind of talking here a week or two ago and he's like, you know, we really need to get back out and do some goose hunting. Yes, we do. So, uh, we kind of did a little bit of scouting on Saturday. Uh, talked to my brother and a couple buddies and, uh, we made it out on Sunday morning and, uh, first pack of the morning comes off five pack. I'm not on the trigger. I gave my gun to Grady said, you know, I'm, I'm strictly here to help you out, help you do this, whatever five pack comes right where we expected them to come from reads the script all the way all the way freaking comes right on in we, we our, our our spread that we did was uh kind of we did a blob on the left and a blob on the right left about a 10 yard buffer zone right in between expecting them to come right in there right in front of our blinds totally did exactly what they were supposed to do we had decided that we were going to basically let them land. You know, when when they're about to have the feet down, that's when we're going to put down the beat down. Beat down. Yep. And uh, Grady's on the trigger first. He's going to step up. He's going to be shooting. And uh, 
so that that was the plan everyone else was batting cleanup well grady his his first time doing the old setup out of a ground blind blows a hole in the ground you know <laughs> freaking 15 yards in front of the geese i mean 10 yards in front of our blind and uh, it was like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know, he just he he didn't he. he it's tough. It's it's, yep. an, it's an art form to pop up out of those blinds and start shooting. Yep, I I, I, can, I can remember my father-in-law. We were in a pit blind the one time, and it's like, yeah, you kind of push it o- push it open as you come up out of it and start shooting. And he got his barrel caught up in the thing, and he's <laughs> no in there kidding. trying to get it out of there and stuff. It was kind of funny. Yep. No, he. Uh, I I knew. You know, I'm I'm waiting for that first shot, and I watched. They they were actually landing in some beans, so we had to be on a fence line. But uh, um, I watched the bean stubble just go freaking flying, and it was like, oh boy, you know, great <laughs> great shot short. Well, only our buddy Yui ended up. He was the only one that dropped one out of there. So four go freaking flying back, and it's like, oh boy, like guys, this is, this isn't gonna work. Well, then we had a couple, you know, it's a big bean field and we've got to be on the edge because we're in ground blinds. That's the only way to hide. And, uh, then we had another two that came and and landed way out in the middle of the field. Well, that wasn't going to work. And we knew if there was two live geese out there, they weren't, you know, the rest of them weren't going to come to our spread. Two live geese is better. And, uh, so we stood up and, and I kind of walked out into the spread and got them flown off, whatever. And uh, after that, every single pack read it. Just came, came right, right in. in. Absolutely perfect. It, w- it was awesome. And, uh, um, yeah, Grady got some shooting in. Uh, I believe he got I, – I believe he got two. And, and uh, um, yeah, whatever, awesome. Lim- limited out. And it was – I don't know. It it was fun. It was a good dad moment. It it was fun for me. You know, it was yeah, it kudos was, uh, to you for like letting him be the trigger man first, and for everybody else in the group to yeah. let him. Yep. Everyone was very supportive of it. it. I mean, that's you know, I think a lot of the people that we hunt with or fish with are definitely that way. You know, like yep. you know, when you get a kid involved, they want to see them have the success right away. And yep. Yeah. Our buddy yeah. JP had actually never been goose hunting either. Oh, that's cool. and uh, so that was pretty fun for him. Like <laughs> you know for. Especially to have a successful day like that. Yeah, yeah, because actually the weekend before was his first ever duck hunt. And, and they uh, limited he, out on wood They ducks. limited out on wood ducks in about 15 minutes, 10 minutes maybe. Maybe it was five minutes, I don't know. But uh, um, I think uh, I think uh, JP's like, yeah, this waterfowl hunting's pretty badass. And, and uh, yeah, it's not, uh, not exactly always like that. But, but the uh, one thing about it is it's always going to be a good time. Right. Because right. it's like the whole camaraderie thing. Like oh, you're that's the there, best part about sometimes, it. Sometimes, sometimes you just sit there and you're out there just to BS and you know just have a good time, razz each other a little bit, share the same stories we've all heard ten, fifteen oh, times yeah. before. But I mean, these, they're still just as funny, you know. You they pour a little, a little bit, bit more pepper on them, and right. they get a little bit spicier. And like you know, you're talking about with the goose hunting thing. You know, we all kind of get that way where we'll be gung ho about something for a while. And then all of a sudden we're just kind of like other things start happening and it kind of gets put on the back burner. Like, you know, you go out there and fishing's the same way. You go out there, you, you catch, you have a good day casting crankbaits. What do you do? You go to the store and you buy just a crap ton of crankbaits to, to cast and you do it for a while. And then you kind of slowly start doing other things 
and then you're like, God, I got all these things. It's just like goose hunting. It's like oh, you yeah. go out there, like you have a successful hunt. I'm I'm sure JP went home that night and was looking at goose like, calls, you know, decoys, <laughs> yeah. and all yep. this stuff. Yep. Like, I, I we all do it. I mean, yep. that first time you shoot a big buck or something, or you see one when you're out deer hunting, it's like, okay, yep. Now all of a sudden. It, comes a little more serious you put a little bit more time into it and well that's exactly where i'm at right now because honestly like i love going out to the cox ranch in december and go a mule right. deer hunt but honestly like up until five days ago for, you know two days ago on saturday i i was all right like i kind of wanted to go out and do a little duck hunting kind of wanted to go out and do a little goose hunting as far as hunting white tails around here didn't really care uh you know i just the only hunting I really, really, truly cared to do was to go back out and, and hunt mule deers at the Cox Ranch. Uh, anything else was just like, eh, yeah, no, not really. Yeah, I get it. But all of a sudden on Saturday I go goose hunting, and now I'm kind of like, oh, man, this goose hunting deal. Uh, like Maybe we need you know, to go again yeah, this weekend. Yeah, and so, so that's the talk, you know, trying to get back out again this weekend. And uh, uh, today – you know, of course it's my birthday, but all of a sudden my brother's like, yeah, what do you think about taking off the afternoon? You know, he's going to go set up tree stands. Well, I've got no, in I, I truly still don't have really any interest in going and, and hunting whitetails around here, but it's like, yeah, yeah. You know what? Like, but I think, you know, what? one thing that we enjoy is like the recovery part of it. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, I think that we all like are waiting for that phone call when we're sitting at home some night to like, Hey, like got hit one you yep. know tonight we're gonna go blood trail it i mean most of us are always like all right yep. let's go what yep. time we'll, we heading out yep you know? get the pickup of guys together and and head on out and everyone brings flashlights and and you know yeah it, that there's nothing better than recovering a deer when you're with you know six year buddies yep. or whatever and and uh you know it really i feel it ups the odds when you get a lot of good guys because sometimes some deer do some pretty wild deals, you know, oh, doubling right. back and running back down the same trail if they, you know, if it's a longer trail, whatever. But uh, um, we normally have some luck uh, getting them. But, you know, just the same as that, like going out there today and, and checking trail cameras and, and putting up the tree stand, like, I'll be honest, like, I, I, I'm not interested in, in hunting any any of those stands a i'd never get that high in a damn tree like <laughs> f that noise and eric but, uh, is like a damn squirrel oh, when it comes he, to tree stands just stupid <laughs> but but honestly like it was god dang it like we drove home and it was like man that was fun just right. being out there with eric and and you know freaking i don't know just seeing stuff and pretending like, pretending like, like we know what we're talking we're about right and he does like we're that right. dude's oh, a yeah. freaking deer hunting machine like he truly is well, when you get like when, as far as like when you're putting out deer stands and stuff like that, it feels like you're like a ways away from everything. Yeah. Yep. Like it's kind of like it's this whole little secret world that nobody else knows about except the person that gets to go out there and sit in the tree stand. So, so I got to tell you this story. This actually kind of turns into a, a funny story. It's kind of a weird story. I'll just tell it to you and you can be the judge. So, uh, we get to the first spot and, uh, this is a spot that, uh, um, me and my brother named Dragon's Lair. Right. You know, we we've always we've always named all of our tree stand spots, and so we decided to call this one Dragon's Lair a long time ago. And uh, Eric, uh, you you've been on a recovery mission out of Dragon's Lair. I'll 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 mention that to you after we get off. You'll you'll know what I'm talking about. But uh, 
um, whatever. So, so we get down there and, uh, um, carrying tree stands, tree steps, whatever. And, and we, we start getting down there. And as we're walking down the hill into this, into this bottom, uh, it's like, what the frick is that up there on the ground? And, and I notice all of a sudden Eric, like kind of, you know, attention, you know, is kind of going to it or whatever. And he pops up his binoculars and I'm like, what is it? And he's like, it's a deer. And I'm like, what is it? What's it doing? Like just laying there. Like, is it dead or is it, is it sleeping or, you know, what the frick do we got going here? And this thing's only like 20 yards away, 30 yards away at this point. There's some brush, you know, you can't really, it's like, what the heck's going on there? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I, I think it's dead. And I'm like, I think it's sleeping. And so he kind of walks up and he's like, I can't tell, like, you know, whatever. I mean, this thing is so fresh. Like, rigor mortis hasn't even set in yet. Really? Like, like weird. Like, I mean, the leg's still bent. It's dead? Wasn't breathing. Holy buckets. Like, weird. And there was no other hunters no, around? No, nothing no. like that. Like, I mean, be honest. Like, we went up to it. And, you know, Eric's like, you know, geez, you know, if there's a bullet hole in it, like, right. I f- yeah, you'd feel like somebody, you know, because in, in that spot in the world, it didn't, it didn't lay there no. overnight. Right. Because no. coyotes would have Coyotes would have ate it a yeah. lot. Right. Yeah. They would have been. So, I mean, like we kind of went up there, Eric kind of like, you know, kicked at its, you know, not, not kicked, but like tapped on its, its eyeball, you know, to see. And it's like, his eyeball still looked fine. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, I mean, nothing had been eaten out, so he grabbed a leg and, you know, whatever, and it's like, thing still bends, like, completely fine. He flipped it over. Nothing. No holes, nothing. no nothing. No, no holes, no nothing. And that's a ways for, like, there's no, like, roads that it would be close to there that it would have got hit by a car. Like, I don't know if that, I, I mean, it wasn't breathing. Yeah. So, I mean, weird. Well, it wasn't playing dead. Yeah, yeah it was the old possum. But, uh. So, I couldn't help it, but I I took a picture of it and I sent it to Ramrod, and I said Big Doe down, <laughs> and so Ramrod's down in Georgia right now with an army deal, and uh, so he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, like went out with Eric and freaking set in tree stands." So I decided to buy a bow tag, brought along my bow, putting up this stand, and all of a sudden Eric's like, "Hey, a deer's coming!" So I said, "We tucked in that thing, came to 15 yards, and I popped it." And and he's like, Are you kidding me? Ramrod frickin' buys this hook, oh, line, that and doesn't surprise sinker. Me. But the best part is we had the deer cart out there. Because, oh, to haul the tree stands. To haul the tree stands and the tree steps and whatnot. So we've got the cart out there. We've got everything. So I send him a picture of Eric calling the deer cart. And I'm like, well, if, if I didn't shoot one, why would Eric be hauling the deer cart? I mean, this dude buys into it all the way. We go and we set another tree stand for Eric. We get back to the truck. We load, you know, we load everything up. Uh, we're we're taking off, and all of a sudden, Ramrod calls, and he he's got to know everything about it. So I made up a damn story about how <laughs> they were we were setting uh, up a tree stand, and you know, all of a sudden, tucked in. Here comes doe. Boom! I shot it. You know, whatever. And, oh man, you know, he's just he can't believe it. You know, what, what you know, what made you buy a bow tag? You know, that never happens. You know, how, how lucky is that on your birthday and everything? And he, he 100%, he bought it so bad. 
I felt bad, and I had to. I had right. to tell him. Otherwise, I'd have just kept on going with yeah. it. You know, I mean. Otherwise, he would have got on Facebook and congratulated you on your birthday, and then been like, "Whoa, wait a minute here!" I, like, honestly, so I was laughing. Eric was laughing. Uh, it was. It was. It was a good one. So, uh, I don't know. Like I said, felt good to just get out there, and and uh, we bumped a couple deer when as we were going around. Uh, I don't know. Don't feel like we really saw much else. A uh, couple little mice as you're walking across some fields and whatnot. But uh, um, yeah, I don't know. We pulled a couple co- pulled a couple trail cameras and uh, I, I hooked them up to my phone. Didn't have any big bucks, so to speak. Uh, you know, couple couple unusual looking bucks, but nothing. Nothing that really get the blood going. Couple coyotes. Couple. Uh, couple of does running through so i don't know if you can find some does hopefully the bucks will come through yeah, later eventually. but uh, yeah yeah either way like i said just a lot of fun to get out there so uh moving along uh pizza review pizza review yep what'd uh, you have this week this week uh well, i mean i mean which one are you reviewing i mean not which one because there's probably multiple that you have i this had week, two of them this week right. i had two of them this week the same ones okay. i bought two of the brand called Orv's Ultimate Riser Crust Rises as it bakes. I got the three meat, the sausage, the pepperoni, the Canadian style bacon, and the first one that I got, put her in the oven, straight on the rack. Straight on the rack. Straight on the rack. And I am going to give this one a 7.1. Ooh. 7.1. Good score. It must have been a pretty good frozen pizza. It was damn good. Uh, I thought the sauce was great. Lots of toppings, lots of cheese. Uh, I thought the price was right. I think we were possibly even under five bucks. Okay. Um, wow. You know, like a $4. What was, what was like the cheese slash sauce ratio to crust? Like, was there a lot of crust? showing or was it like right up to the edge of the crust oh funny you should ask matt let me show you a picture here oh yeah that, that looks good don't yeah it? that does look good that i put her in the oven for you know until she gets nice and gold yep um the the crust on the outside i mean it was good but through the middle i mean i i wasn't it, it wasn't over the top the crust was the the weakest part oh it was it was it wasn't flaky it was thank god it wasn't flaky it just it, it was really blah there was nothing really to it like if they would have kind of I, I think that if are you they sure you didn't leave the cardboard on it <laughs> that's about how it was that's was about it? how it honestly tasted though like i mean it just there was nothing to it and you know uh godfather's like they got that buttery crust like i think there's other places that just like you know throw just enough seasoning in the crust that that you know you're eating something like this just didn't really have anything so so that's why i gave it a 7.1 I'd kind of debated uh, where to go with it, but then two nights later, I actually threw one on the pizzazz, and it uh, doesn't matter how you cook it, same way. Uh, still good taste, still still whatever. Uh, so yeah, 7.1, uh, but like That's I said, I had a review. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was good. We actually had a, I had a dirtbag Wade Jepson messaged and said he thought that last week's pizza review that I gave a 3.2 to. What did I give? 3.2, 3.7? Like I don't know. It was yeah. piss poor terrible, honestly. Uh, yeah, he said that was some of his favorite pizza. I'm like, what the? Yeah, different, like, different strokes for different folks. Yep. So, uh, you know, hey, I, I don't have all the answers, but uh, I've got like 99% of them. 
But uh, whatever, Orv's Pizza. If you see it, if you're walking by, it's 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 worth the it's grab. worth a grab. It's, it's worth a grab. grab. Yep. I'm not saying it. You know, it's a seven point one. Not saying it's the best ever. I don't know that I've ever had the best ever, but it's a good quality pizza. I thought that the uh, I thought the price was right. I thought the toppings were good. They weren't. There was wasn't a ton of grease on top afterwards. Got nice and golden brown. Uh, yeah, if, if they if they could fix that crust at all, I mean we're okay. we're talking about a nine point one at that wow. point. Jeez. Yep. Yeah, it's I they're, mean, they're so close. It's, it's, it's definitely worth a throw in the oven after a morning of goose hunting. Oh hour. God, yeah. I mean this throw two of them in the you oven. You might almost eat it off of a regular plate than instead of paper plate, huh? You might have to use the good plates for this. For this I pie. I always use good plates. Oh yeah. I always use good plates if. Uh, if it comes in a cardboard box, then I just Use rip it and flip it open. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, I, I love nothing more than than to cut up a cut up a frozen pizza and then just transfer it all over to a plate and have yeah. it have it hang over the edge. Like cow dang it, that's just <laughs> that's living right there. Like I said, I housed one house one again tonight. I'm not going to tell you what kind because that's going to be next, next week's pizza next review. review. But uh, um, it was a good one. It was yep. a good one. All right. So, uh, pizza review. Um, I think we can move on to good news stories. I of think the... right from pizza, we go right to some coffee. That's right. Good news story of the week brought to you by our good buddies, Austin and Brianna, over at Freedom Brew in Larchwood, Iowa. Uh, I actually saw Austin on the road today. He didn't know I saw him, but I saw him uh, on our way over there to, to hang a couple tree stands. Drove by him, but uh, golly, what a blown opportunity. That I didn't even think of. You could have swung in there and got some coffee. What a bunch of morons. Yeah, well. Who goes and drives freaking, we were we were at freaking a baseball's toss away from the best freaking coffee shop in the country. I mean, that was a half a baseball's toss. It happens. I'm sorry. What a bunch of idiots. Yep. Holy moly. I'm... I'm actually pissed off right now. Like, I'm flat off pissed. Do we need to make a quick run after work one of these days? That's not a bad idea right there. I don't know I don't know how late in the afternoon that they stay open, but I know for sure that they would have been open. When at, you guys were going. Yeah. I mean, that was noon. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they're not. No, I think they're open till like 4.30. Didn't they just change their I'm, hours? I'm thinking. Hold on. Let me see here. We should really know this. We should. It's closed now. <laughs> Six to four thirty. Six to four thirty. God dang it! I can't believe what a freaking pissed that one right down my leg. Whatever, but whatever. We're uh, we're on to good news stories. That's a bad news story, but we're on to good news stories. My good news story this week, uh, Matt. I think you've got a couple of them, so I'm just gonna throw mine out there right now. But uh, my good news story this week is. Uh, let me pull it up here. Uh, this last week, I saw that St. Croix Rods had uh, a Triumph series. Yes. Uh, pink Rod uh, Casting for Recovery. Um, I'm not 100% sure what the price on this was, but they made 500 special edition Triumph Rods, pink in color, and uh, $100 from every rod purchased, uh, donated to Casting for Recovery. Uh, breast cancer, um, 
breast cancer organization, whatever. And so I actually was like, oh, I'm going to get me one of them. And uh, I was a day after they they dropped it. And I think uh, I think you needed to be on it like in the first one Sold hour because right they were gone. So uh, that's pretty badass. Uh, um, you know, that's a good quick way to make a lot of money for uh, for a great organization. Um, yeah, whatever. I just I, I think that's awesome when when a company like that, you know, a hundred dollars. I mean, that's a you know that's a good chunk of money. And uh, I think it's cool when uh, uh, when the fishing industry can help out, uh, um, you know, anything like that, uh, whether it be, uh, you know, illnesses or, or, you know, kids, whatever. But uh, um, cool when those things overlap. It really is. It really is. So mine, I'm going to go with a finished football last week with middle school with the eighth graders. Uh, You're a, done? Done. Yep. No kidding. West Line, I know, has it. A game tomorrow two more right and then they had one that was postponed earlier yep. in the year that they got moved to next tuesday because country school doesn't have air conditioning <laughs> right so uh yeah so they're still going like ours we go we normally used to go to like this tuesday like they are doing tomorrow but with the way we schedule our last games we play on a tuesday and then on a thursday okay which is kind of nice yep absolutely so we ended up you know over at Spirit Lake, we beat Spirit Lake thirty-six to six, the last game of the year. Um, kids ended up five and one on the year. They were a fun group to work with. Uh, they came and they practiced hard all the time. I mean, when it was time to work, it was time to work. But also, like if we were joking around and having fun, they knew how to do it and not take it far. Uh, so I yep. appreciate everything that those guys did. Uh, that was my eighteenth year of coaching football here. Eighteenth? Yep. Well, I've been out of high school for 15 yeah, years, so. That's freaking crazy that it's been 18 years that I've been yeah. doing this. Yeah. Um, and then my other good news story is this past weekend, my brother Mike came down and helped me put a roof a roof on. Uh, Looks damn good. Yeah, on Finley's kennel. Uh, got that all done. I mean, it's been seven years in the process, but I always used to put tarps and stuff like that over top of it. But, yeah, this figured might as well put a permanent structure up there to help you know, protect her from some of the elements and all that stuff. So then I don't have to keep putting new ones up every single year. So I really appreciate him helping me out there. He's ugly, but he does decent work. That's right. And I think he was trying to big, did he bigly you that night or he was trying to, he, he sent me a, he sent me a picture of a little something. And, uh, so I asked you if it was him and, and you, you wouldn't tell me. So, so I'm big leaguing him. He he <laughs> never did message me back. I think I'm I, I'm gonna message him early tomorrow morning, like five a.m. There you go. I'm gonna. He's gonna, <laughs> he he's probably an early riser, ain't he? Not that early, but yeah, not that he's early. A early riser. I'm gonna send him like six. There you go. You got to do it. I'm going. You to. You got to do it. I'm going to. And then uh, I guess one more would be our buddy Kobe Van Beek got Angler of the Year at the Iowa Great Lakes that's, Bass Club. That's so. Kobe Van Hammer's Beak. That's right. The initials, the KVB. Big bass, the big bass specialist. So Stud angler. Stud dude. Just yeah, just awesome all-around awesome. Yeah, such a class act. Yep. So congratulations to him. Yep, absolutely. All right. Uh, um, well, I guess uh, with that, we'll, we'll we will draw close to uh, episode 190. Um, like we mentioned earlier, uh, 
Um, let's kind of start getting the word out there about this uh, Ice Institute uh, custom ice rod contest. If you know a builder, please talk with them. Um, if you're personally a builder, please, please, please. Uh, get in touch. Um, if you yep. have any questions on it, just let us know, and we'll uh, we'll let you know what the contest is all about. Yep, yep. Like I said, uh, um, in the next day or two, there will be a flyer. Uh, I know we're kind of cutting it close. Um, we, we talked to a couple custom rod builders, and we said, hey, how much time do you really need in order to do this? Um, they said ideally six weeks. Uh, we're at five and a half right, right now. Um, so like I said, um, we know we're kind of cutting it close, but, uh, I think, I think we can still get her done. So, uh, um, right. If we only have four, we only have four. I mean, if we get more, it's even better. Yep. Yep. So, uh, if you're a custom ice rod builder, get your supplies ordered because we're going to need it. That's right. So, all right, guys. Uh, thank you for joining us, uh, for episode 190. Uh, if you haven't yet hit the subscribe button, if you haven't, uh, or, or if you can hit the like button, do whatever it is that, uh, you do on your particular platform, but, uh, we appreciate you and we will see you next week on episode 191 later. <laughs>